Do you believe in ghosts? Good morning, afternoon, or evening, depending whenever you're listening, the wonders of on-demand content. This is Ghost Stories, the podcast, and your host, Tyler, here with you once again, as usual, making it two weeks in a row, sticking to schedule. So I'm, I'm very pleased with this effort, and hopefully you all are as well. So before I tell you a bit about this week's story, uh, I want to encourage you all, if you've not already, to subscribe to the podcast, wherever you're listening, drop us a review, and Go over to facebook.com forward slash ghost stories the podcast click that like button uh, send us a message give us a comment because we love hearing from all of our fans uh, we're getting a steady stream of messages coming through and it's it's great to have these conversations with you all but today's story it's actually a pretty unique and interesting one about someone's interactions with uh, an individual whose relative recently passed away so I won't give away much more than that however I will say uh, the uh, producers and people here that work on Ghost Stories the podcast don't condone anyone's actions in this story uh, that's a little a little thing I will give uh, before you listen so sit back relax and enjoy a birthday surprise I pulled up to the little house on Birch Lane, feeling pleased myself that I found it so easily. Sitting next to me was a gigantic bouquet of flowers that I took in my hands and with bouncing my step I made my way to the front door. After only a couple knocks, the door was opened by an attractive young woman and she shivered slightly in the fall air and said, Can I help you? Yes, I said cheerfully. I, I have a delivery for Miss Caroline L- Lubinsky. She- is she home? The woman narrowed her eyes and cocked her head to the side. I'm Caroline. What's the delivery? Yes, ma'am, I said. Your grandma sent you flowers for your birthday. Happy birthday, by the way. Her eyes widened before welling up with tears. Is this some kind of joke? She asked softly. I frowned. Um, no. It's a woman came into my shop and she said she was your grandma. Adele, I think her name was. I held up the bouquet. She chose all the flowers herself and told me exactly what to put in here and asked me to hand deliver them to you on this day exactly. The woman turned her eyes skywards as if saying a prayer. A single tear broke loose and ran down her cheek. I don't believe this, she said. You have to be joking. I paused for a second. I can promise you this is no joke. It's a, it's a serious delivery. Really sorry if it upset you. I can leave if you'd like. No, 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 it's all right, she said. Um, Did you want to come in for a moment? I hesitated for a second, but finally agreed, and I stepped into the front room of her house. The room she brought me into was quite charming, actually. Sunlit living room with a large fireplace on one wall. My eyes were drawn to the mantel where the pictures had been arranged with some great care. There she is, I said, pointing to one of the photos. Your grandma, she's the lady that came to the shop. Caroline paused. She put her hands together in front of her face and said, Please sit down. Um, I, di- I didn't catch your name? So I told her it and took a seat on the sofa, holding the bouquet in front of me still. You can put the flowers on the table, she said. I'll, I'll grab a vase in a second. She lowered herself into an armchair, but first she looked at me and said, 
you need to tell me everything. I stared at her blankly and was like, what do you mean everything? Well, when that woman, my grandmother, I guess, came into your shop, she paused for a moment. I could tell by the quiver of her lips that she was fighting a burst of emotion, but at last she regained her voice. I need you to tell me exactly what happened. I pursed my lip and rubbed my knee as the image of the day came to my mind. Well, I said, I guess it was pretty straightforward. Slow day at the shop and this little old lady came in and said her granddaughter was turning 24 in a week and could she pick up some flowers so I can deliver her a bouquet. And so I followed her around the store. She picked out flowers that she thought you'd like and told me to hand deliver them one week later. And then she simply paid and left. Caroline grabbed the picture and leaned towards me, held it out with an outstretched arm and said, and it was definitely the woman in this picture. I took a moment to look at it and, and really sum it up in my mind. Was I sure? Was it definitely her? Well, I was sure, uh, but she even made me doubt myself a little. But I said, you know, as God is my witness, it's it's her. I, I'm positive of it. But why, why do you keep asking this? It's so confusing. Caroline was silent. She slowly rose from her seat and began to wander around the room, holding the picture in her hands. I don't know how to tell you this, she said. And as she inhaled sharply, she turned and faced me. My grandmother, the woman you saw, she's dead. I instantly straightened up in my seat and looked at her. Oh my God, I'm, I'm so sorry, I had no idea. It must have happened so recently. Well, yeah, it was recently, she said, but she came into your shop a week ago? I thought back, I was like, well, yeah, yeah, I have it logged in the system that she came in and made a, a purchase exactly one week ago today and told me to, to deliver it. Like I said, Caroline was visibly shaking now. She stared intensely into my eyes and said, the funeral was two weeks ago. My jaw dropped. I I don't know. I'm. She cut me off mid-stammer. Her tears flowed freely. Now, as she flopped down to the sofa beside me, I want so badly to believe what you're telling me. She buried her face in her hands and sobbed. Gingerly, I inched closer and placed my arm around her. I gently rubbed her back as she continued to cry. When her last sobs began to lessen, I told her, You know, I think this might have happened for a reason. She, she looked at me confused and replied, well, What do you mean? Well, I continued, what if, I mean, just what if your grandma didn't want you to be alone on your birthday? What if she wanted to send you some company, maybe not just any company, maybe the company of a, a nice young man about your age? She tilted her head to the side, keeping her eyes gaze straight at mine. You know, I continued, both of us being single, are you sig single? Yeah, she said. She completely stopped crying by now, and I could see that deep inside the gears were turning. I reached over and brushed the strand of her hair out of her face with a lace touch. Do you think I can make you happy? Her lips pressed up against mine, a violent show of some passion, and without going into detail, you can probably guess what happened from there. And it, I tell you what, it was, it was amazing, it was fantastic, in fact, it was one of the best since I started playing this trick.
You see, it was simple enough. I'd start by rifling through the obituary section of the local newspaper. I'd look for the ones with the pictures of deceased, then Facebook stalked their family members, hoping to find, you know, a cute daughter, a niece, a granddaughter. In this case, Caroline was particularly convenient. What her grandma dying just two weeks before her birthday. I wish they'd all work out that cleanly. I lay basking in the afterglow of my latest conquest, with Caroline resting her eyes on my chest, a far cry from the blubbering mess she'd been downstairs. She now hummed a blissful tune as she absently traced circles on my skin with her finger. All in all, I'd say she was having a pretty good birthday. Possibly the best in recent memory. It was then an old familiar feeling overtook me as it always did in these situations. Hey, I've... Where's the bathroom? I said. She smiled sweetly and pointed away and sent me off to my destination with a kiss. I didn't realize the night had fallen during our little romp and momentarily started by the darkness of the hallway i stepped carefully through the shadows feeling around for a light switch all the while the floorboards creaked and groaned beneath me in spite of myself between the darkness and the creaking a tingling anxiety worked its way into my spine you're being an idiot i scolded myself there's nothing to be scared of to reach the bathroom i had to pass the stairs that led back down to the first floor as i neared them i heard the sound Someone was moving around down below. I stopped down my tracks. All the horrifying possibilities ran through my mind. Was it an intruder? Is there someone else here? I'm sure we were alone. A full minute passed before I realized I was being silly. Caroline probably had roommates and they just came home, I thought. Or maybe a family member that lives here. You know, most people don't necessarily live alone. Encouraged by my thoughts, I straightened up and strolled past the top of the stairs. It was out of pure curiosity that I looked down as I went. I stopped again. My heart leaped into my throat, standing at the bottom of the stairs as a figure, aged and bent. I'd seen that face before. It was, it was the same woman from the picture on the mantle. It was Caroline's grandmother. The same one who'd been dead for two weeks. Waves of malicious intent, radiant from where she stood. For what felt like an eternity, we simply stood there staring each other down. Then with emotion that was surprisingly firm from such a feeble frame, she started up the stairs. I ran. I could see the bathroom at the end of the hall. My salvation. Frantically, I reached inside for the light switch but couldn't find a damn thing. I could hear the woman's rhythmic steps getting nearer and nearer. There was no time. I threw myself into the darkness that filled the tiny room and slammed the door shut. The darkness that surrounded me was heavy. I couldn't make out a hand an inch in front of my face. I felt up and down the walls for any sign of the light switch. The sound of my heavy breathing and beating heart pounding in my ears all the while. At last... I found that familiar plastic button and pushed it eagerly. And there she was, stood directly in front of me, her scowling face inches from mine. I screamed louder than I'd ever screamed in my entire life. Her hair was thin and hung messily around her shoulders. Her eyes, hateful black holes, burned fiercely out of a pallid and stretched face. The pair of thin lips twisted themselves into an expression of pure, destructive anger. My eyes remained locked with the old woman's face as I fumbled for the door handle. At least I, I felt it open, and only then I would allow myself to turn back on her. I threw the door open and was met unexpectedly by a concerned-looking Caroline. I yelped in surprise, causing her to do the same. What's the matter? she asked. I heard you screaming. Did you hurt yourself? I didn't answer. I only stood there for a moment. I turned hesitantly to survey the rest of the room. It was empty. No surprise of the old woman anywhere. I pushed past Caroline and made a beeline for the bedroom. I moved so quickly that I already put half of my clothes back on. And by the time she appeared in the doorway, she said, are, are you leaving? Yeah, I said as I continued to dress. Seriously, she demanded. 
I could hear the emotion rising in her voice, but I didn't give anything even close to a damn. I was getting out of there, and fast. I could hear Caroline spouting obscenities and declaring her birthday was ruined as I bounded down the stairs and out the front door. Only when I was sitting behind the wheel of my car did I finally feel safe. I stayed there for a moment, rubbing my temples, trying to make sense of what just happened. In the middle of my thoughts, I turned my head to look at the house one last time before I left. My blood ran cold. There in the front window, staring down at me, was the same pale face of Caroline's grandmother. Well, that story was both spooky and, and shocking, and uh, to the person who sent it in, I hope you, you learned your lesson and won't be acting like that anymore. Like I said, we don't we don't condone their actions. Um, it sounds like a bit of comeuppance came their way, though, and, and they had quite the scare of their life. Uh, seems that Caroline's grandmother was looking out for her, after all, at least. But yeah, so make sure to go to Facebook. Uh, when we launch the poll and let us know if you think a birthday surprise was based in fact or a pure work of fiction and while you're at it if you have a ghost story you want to share shoot us a message facebook messenger works or you can email me at tyler at ghost-stories.co.uk or use the form on our website of uh, the same URL and let us know there you know we, we love hearing your stories and turning them into pieces of audio work one call I'll put is we've had a lot of spooky stories come through, but send us a few lighthearted ones, a few few nice ones, a bit like uh, you remember a few seasons back we had God's Dog, which is actually written by my wife. Um, that's that's a, a fan favorite. So a few more happy stories as well. We like put a few of those, not just the the spooky stories that we have. Uh, but yeah, so coming up soon, there's actually one of my own, which I might do next week, of a personal experience, which would be quite a fun one to see what people think, if it's true or something I've completely made up. But otherwise, make sure to click that subscribe button, uh, go to Facebook, give us a like, and leave us a five-star review because it all helps to promote the podcast. Uh, and if you've done all that, go tell a friend, a family member, someone to go tune in and listen because as those numbers continue to increase, it gives us that bit more encouragement a bit more encouragement to continue making more content for you all uh, but yeah that's it for this week we're going to sign off until next we will be back soon and don't stop asking do you believe in ghosts